0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network.
1: Today, Gateway wants you to forget about technology. Gateway wants you to stop worrying with computers and fussing over electronics and trying to figure everything out by yourself. No more guessing about what to choose or how to make it work or how to keep it working. You're not on your own anymore.
0: Computers and electronics that work together and with you. Start enjoying the comforts of Gateway. Tech Fan Podcast number 117. And uh, welcome, David Cohen. Hello. 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 So that little uh, audio there at the end, little uh, commercial, if you will, uh, was from Gateway Computers. Uh, Now, you being from the UK, uh, but spending... You know, a lot of time in Florida, being very indoctrinated into Western and, well, not Western, but American culture, if you will. Um, Do you remember Gateway at all?
1: I do. They were the, um, didn't they? Wasn't wasn't their logo something to do with a cow?
0: Yeah, they had that that cow kind of pattern on their boxes and stuff. Uh, That is going to be the focus of our wiki trolling later in the show. So a little bit of a sneak preview there. But yes. we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, and we got some feedback from Michael Breed today. And uh, let, let's jump right into it, David. But first, I, 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 the big big thing last week, Apple TV Plus launched. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple needs to do something about their whole naming thing. Apple TV, that's a hardware device, yeah? Uh, well, it- it is, but it's also... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Apple TV, that's also a, a, like an app? It's an app, yeah. yeah that's yeah. definitely it's, what it it's, is. It's, it's an app. Yeah. Um, yeah but and, also... And now it's also a website and TV, Netflix show type of thing. Yeah, yeah a streaming sort of a, service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything the, else? So, I, I, well, why don't they just call it iPhone? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, just name everything the same thing and it's fine. There's That's no confusion at all. <laughs> uh, does Apple have to put their name Apple on all of this? Apple. It's an Apple card. It's an Apple TV. It's an Apple Watch. Thank Thank goodness that Steve Jobs was there before this whole thing started. Otherwise, we'd be using uh, an uh, an Apple computer. No, no naming. Just an Apple computer. Well, which one? Well, I, the one I can carry with me. Oh. Uh, okay, I got it. I got an Apple phone. Well, which one? Uh, this is an Apple phone. Well, yeah, I, but I know. But which which one did you get? The newest one. Well, okay, yeah, that do, that doesn't help. Um, <clears throat>
1: I don't know. Yeah, they're still even in the phones. They're still not a million miles away from that, to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I I'm looking here at Siri. You think Siri yep. would know this stuff? Siri knowledge. When I type Apple TV into my search bar gives me three articles Apple TV and it shows an Apple logo with a TV next to it yeah is and then it says the words Apple TV and this is Apple TV is a digital media player and micro console developed and sold by Apple Incorporated right then below that there's another thing that shows the same logo only the the lettering is in blue and it's in a black box uh, and next to it the lettering says just TV and then it says TV is a media player application developed by apple incorporated it can stream television shows and films from the apple itunes store etc it goes on then underneath that it shows the same logo again now in black with a plus after it and then the text apple tv plus and then underneath it says apple tv is a digital media player and micro console developed and sold by apple Inc. so even apple has gotten confused there because it's mixed up the apple tv plus service with the apple tv hardware like or I Siri said, it's not anyway.
0: confusing. I it, yeah. Well, it's not hard to confuse Siri sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I'm not even talking about how good the service is or the hardware is or anything like that. I'm just talking about naming conventions. Well, this is this, this is yeah. the height of laziness.
1: Well, no, look at look at this on the on the Apple TV Plus web page on Apple's site. Yeah, it shows the Apple TV logo. And then it goes, watch Apple TV Plus on the Apple TV app. The Apple TV app is already on iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Mac, and Apple TV, as well as other screen streaming
0: platforms and boxes. This is garbage. So one of my favorite, uh, I think it was Farside, but I could be wrong. And it showed a uh, an official-looking door, Right. Yeah. And the lettering on it said, "So the first one was just d e p t department yeah. of redundancy department <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh this is the department of redundancy department yeah look I, it, look
1: I i mean I think everyone can understand what we're saying here the difficulty is is that it's that for p is this just it's relatively easy for people in, you know, in the know. I'm sure plenty of our listeners are going, what are you guys on about? Everyone knows Apple TV is the hardware. Apple TV is also the app. Uh, and then Apple TV Plus is the service. What's so hard about that? And that's fine if you kind of have watched all this stuff develop. But if right. you're Joe Consumer or Jane Consumer, and uh, it's going to be when, – when your kids, because it will be your kids, yeah, come running up to you and going, can we have Apple TV Plus – you're going to go. What, what do you mean? You've already got an Apple TV.
0: What do you no, want, do you Apple you TV Plus what?
1: is the new service. Well, and then I know the conversation. I go. Well, what's the difference between Apple TV Plus and Apple TV? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why. Because you're right. I mean, it, it's it's an Apple thing to have Apple in the name. I guess it's their shtick. I don't. Yeah, well, I'm not too. I'm not too just- bothered. I'm not too bothered about that, to be honest. But I don't understand why this service that is desperately important to Apple could not have had a different name
0: other than they didn't I don't know, someone had to have a TV in it. Yeah, I'm not actually upset. I'm not complaining. I think it's funny. I really do. I think it's hilarious.
1: I, it, it's very... Di- <laughs> it's, the problem is it's very difficult. So when you, when you sit and think about these things, to assume that Apple is full of these little committees now of people making these decisions who kind of consider all the what you and I might call the sensible options and throw them out and go, no, let's call it the same as something else. We'll just, okay, Mister. We, we
0: think we've got it. We think we've yeah. got it. We, we want to compete with Netflix and Amazon. We know Disney's coming out with the whole Disney plus thing, right? So this is a, a, our new streaming service with original content only. Of course, the first reje- objection would be so, okay, before we get to the naming, so, Anybody who's bought stuff in iTunes and stuff like that, that'll be accessible through the service. Oh, no, 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 they have to They have to use something else totally to watch the stuff that they actually because, paid because for. Because that's, that's not, completely separate that's not infrastructure.
1: There's no there's
0: yeah. No, no to we're not. There's no crossover either. on these two things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's not confusing enough, but okay. So what's the name you came up with? Well, it's going to play on the Apple TV app, and it's also going to play on Apple TV, right? Yeah. So we're going to call it Apple TV+. Plus. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. <sighs> yeah. So anyways, let's let's talk about, now it hasn't launched in the UK yet, yes?
1: Uh, has it?
0: Um,
1: I thought it had. Yeah, well,
0: see, I it's, think it's so it, popular so far that you're not even sure if it's even freaking launched in well, your no,
1: country. Well, no, to, to be honest with you, I actually fired the app up on my Apple TV the other day. So, uh, in uh-huh. fact, no, we, I, we we watched the first, I'm remembering now, we watched the first, I'm so tired. Very we watched memorable. watched the first um, three minutes of um, uh, For All Mankind. Okay. We kind of watched the bit where it, it showed the Soviets the landing history. on the moon. Yeah, yeah. It showed the Soviets being the, speaking in Russian on the moon, and then it kind of rolled into the credits, and I stopped it then. So, yes, yeah, so it is here, and we can watch it.
0: Yep. Well, I got the free subscription to give it a try, and yep. I did spend some time with it. Um, first impressions, barren. Now, I understand Apple's putting a big focus on original content, and what, quite honestly, that's barren, what's going to... You mean Trump. Yes, Barron Trump. Um, how do you stand out from a crowd in this rapidly becoming... Uh, very busy, a whole lot of competition, um, streaming services. I mean, there's way too many at this point. You know, you have the CBS all access. If you're a Star Trek fan, Disney plus is coming next week. Um, I already, I prepaid for Disney plus months ago and I got it for a year Uh, and I have no compunction of playing for that early. It's got star Wars. It's got Marvel. It's got Pixar. It's got all the Disney stuff. Um, it's going to have the espn stuff i understand Th- there's going to be a lot of content right uh they also just picked up the simpsons simpsons is going to be exclusively on uh disney plus so you got those you got netflix you got hulu you got amazon prime um there's and there's more coming nbc is coming out with theirs um i'm sure it, you know there's going to be more bbc you guys have your what is it called the one player or the
1: a i player
0: High player, yeah, yeah, Any and, and, and actually, the,
1: funnily enough, um, the UK broadcasters have all bundled together, and they are also doing a five pound a month streaming service where Shaker. you can get all of the stuff from all the commercial channel, all the BBC, and all the commercial channels in the UK in one streaming app. Um, yep. so and it's called. It, uh, it's anyway. a very
0: it's very crowded space. I think we everybody would agree with that. So the only thing that's going to make you stand out, I think, is the content itself. And original content is, as we know, oh, and HBO is coming out with HBO Max, I guess. Um, and it's still uncertain whether HBO Max is going to be available for free to cable subscribers who already pay for HBO. It's very ambiguous. No one seems to know yet. Um, so that all that being said, it's the original content. So that's what I have to judge Apple TV plus on. Mm -hmm. And the original content is, uh, a very small offering so far, but to be fair, they just launched, but if you're going to launch and you got a very small library, you can't expect a whole lot. I don't think. Um, so the, you know, when I launch right now, Apple TV plus I hate that, uh, the morning show is one that pops up. And most of these shows launch with three episodes, and they're going to release on a weekly basis, some of them. Some of them might be every two weeks. Some of them might be monthly, like the Oprah thing. Uh, But they're not giving you the entire series in one go that Amazon and um, Netflix is doing. And my understanding is Disney is launching the same way as Apple. Like when they come out next week, uh, the first episode of Mandalorian will be there, but not the entire series. Uh, I'm conflicted on that. I like binge watching the whole thing and being done with it, but there's something to be said for anticipation and coming back. And plus it keeps you as a subscriber longer. So if like CBS all access, if you're a big star Trek fan, you subscribe, um, you watch all the shows, then you unsubscribe, but they are also coming out on a weekly basis, not all at once. So the first three episodes, I wasn't sure when new episodes are going to be released. Turns out Friday, uh, because I watched the fourth episode of the morning show today. Uh, so I watched the first three episodes of the morning show. Um, I enjoyed it, but it's very shallow. Uh, I don't know who to root for, who the, you know, the protagonist is, the antagonist. I'm not sure. I don't particularly like any of the, a- I like the actors, but I, I don't really like any of the characters are playing so much, except for one, Steve Carell, who's kind of the guy you're not supposed to like. But that's the one I like. So, ironic. Um, I watched the first three episodes of Sea, and uh, it's Jason Mamusa. I guess that's how you say his name. Mamoa. Mamoa, um, yeah. yeah. It's Aquaman. Yeah. And everybody in the world in the future is blind, except he has children that can see, and that's the whole It's game of, uh, we want to be the new Game of Thrones. Okay, fine. Um, and that was pretty good, actually. I, I quite enjoyed it. I watched the first three episodes. I see the new episode. A new episode just dropped today. I'll watch it eventually. I like it. Dickinson, haven't watched it. Just the picture alone makes me go, meh. Uh, for All of Mankind, uh, I watched the first three episodes. Let me see if a new one's dropped. Uh, and yes, episode four has dropped. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. It's been my favorite, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I'll, I like the alternate history thing, and it's it's the production value is just off the charts on the well, show.
1: Well, I I could see that right from the off. Um, just watching the first um, yeah the fir- the beginning of that first episode. I mean, it, it, bearing in mind they kind of made it with the Soviets on the moon, they did it in a way that made it look like that's really what happened. I mean, the footage looks like the Apollo footage, not the still photos that are all. It looks like the grainy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. you know, the TV pictures that people actually saw, uh, from the moon, um, only it's a Soviet flag. I mean, it's so well done. And, and the, yeah, the environment they've built, you watch all these Americans watching these, these guys, these Russians. Oh, yeah. And even the way they do it, you know, they, they don't do the thing where, you know, people are tuned into the Russian news service and everything. They do it in a way which kind of implies that, you know, Russia are they're doing watching, this. But, yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're watching they're,
0: Walter Cronkite, basically.
1: Yeah, they're watching to Cronkite, and to Cronkite has very little information because, you know what, everything's in Russian. Uh, and right. the Russians are, are only releasing what they want to release and all that. It's, it's, it's authentic. For something yeah. that's, they
0: keep that running, by, by the way, through yeah. future episodes. That yeah. news are going, yeah. if really you want good. if If you want
1: to do a, a period alternate history thing, you've got to make it authentic. And it looks like they've spent a lot of time and money doing that, and it was very impressive. My only problem... Um, and perhaps this is this is a perspective because of where I am. My only problem with this whole lineup is that it's all very American. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, but yeah the, the, so far. You
1: know, so, so, right. Yeah, but the thing is, is to me, the opportunity that Apple has here is not just that you really, I and mean, this is what's disappointing with this. You can tell they've spent a lot of money. They've got big stars. They've got big ideas. They've got big concepts. Um, But, It's just basically it's aping its competitors in the U.S. Half of those streaming services you mentioned, yeah, Hulu, CBS All Access, um, you know, those sorts of things. We, HBO, we can't get them outside the U.S. Yeah. Most of that stuff, if we get it, comes through Netflix. Star Trek Discovery, for me, comes through Netflix, um, you know, or Amazon Prime. That's the other the other one, which we've not mentioned yet. And to no, me, I mentioned it
0: in the beginning. Yeah,
1: but to me, the opportunity when Apple started developing this service should have been, you know what, we, we're we going to do something that, that's a little bit different. We're going to do a kind of a world – a much more worldly approach to this because, you know what – Yeah, because what, they don't have to worry economy.
0: about, you know, copyright in this country or, you know – uh, they don't have to worry about that. It's their content. It's exactly,
1: and they. Yeah. I think they could. They've missed an opportunity here to do something with much more global appeal. Because look at these four shows, right? C. Okay, fine. Is a is a fantasy show. There are. There have been other big fantasy shows. Uh, Game of Thrones, obviously being the biggest one. Fine. You know, it, it's. I've not watched it. I've got to be honest; the trailers don't really appeal for me. But if you said you liked it's it, better, I'll give it it's a It's
0: better. The the, the the trailers didn't appeal to me either. I was yeah. like, ugh, I, I could probably do without this. I don't need more of this kind of stuff in my life. Yeah. But I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about on Tech Fan. I'm going to watch at least the first episode. Yeah. And when I finished the first episode of C, and this was that was the third show I watched by the way, mm-hmm. I immediately went to the second episode. So yeah. that should tell you something. Uh, Elephant Queen is a documentary that's up there. Um, it's clearly Africa. So there's your international flavor. Um, help helpers helps helpsters. Uh, that doesn't roll out helpsters. They help solve problems big and small and it's Muppets. And I will never watch that Ghostwriter. It's a kids and family show. Welcome to your next chapter. I don't know what that is. I don't know who any of these children are. They look dumbfounded looking at the screen. I'm not going to watch it. Snoopy in space. Uh, I will never watch it No, um, we,
1: we already talked about how, I, I, I how much it. we hate peanuts yes.
0: um, and, you and know. Oprah, Oprah's book club. I will never, never watch. I don't, it does nothing for me. Servant is a drama coming out and I actually watched the trailer of it. It seems spooky, but then it changes and it, maybe it's a murder mystery. I don't know what it is. Hala. Um, it's a, I don't know what that's about. Uh, it's a movie. It the picture doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't say anything. It's, it's she's in a skate park or something. I don't care. Truth be told, coming December seventh. Every truth has a consequence. And they look very pensive. Um, I, it, that doesn't. And it says watch Apple TV Plus and all your favorite shows and movies. Yeah. What the what they uh, really?
1: So, so I'm I'm on my
0: page Their here. Your logo he, should be. You should give us a shot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> on my page here, I've got the morning show C, um, for all mankind, Dickinson, Snoopy, Ghostwriter, and the Muppet thing, and that's all there is. But as I say, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, uh, you know, for a start, as as ambivalent some people can be can be about peanuts in the states. Outside of the states it's not been anywhere for twenty years yeah no, it's, I mean it's, you know it's not even it's terrible as as little as the thing it is in the states nowadays it's far even less of that outside of the states yes. yeah? yeah the ghost M- the ghostwriter M- yeah. the ghostwriter thing it's for clearly american kids in a an, in an american school library yeah, yeah. It, it there's the, you know the the Muppets thing well we know um, all Muppets things are very very american centric yeah and they are fail yeah. Dickinson, you click on Dickinson, right? Because I've got a picture here of Hayley Steinfeld in uh, in period dress. Now, uh, anybody who's into pop-, pop popular culture or seen a few of her most recent movies might recognize who she is. Um, I click on that. I'm th- they, uh, bearing in mind, they're coming. This is somebody from the U- for UK now. So I click on this. So Emily Dickinson, not as well known outside the US as you guys think she is. I, I click on this, and what does it tell me about this show? It says, Dickinson, episode one, season one, because I could not stop. And it said, Emily's attempt to publish a poem sparks backlash with Khalifa guest stars. That yeah, is,
0: boy, that sounds compelling as hell. Doesn't that, that, it? Is wow. every,
1: that is everything it tells me about it on here. I'm, yeah, if I don't know who Dickinson is, if I've never heard of Emily Dickinson, it's going to be looking at going and going like, what the hell is this about? And that is all Steinfeld
0: stars as Emily Dickinson, poet, it doesn't say that daughter, yet. total rebel in this coming-of-age story. Emily is determined to become the world's greatest poet. It, what? Who? What? Why? Well, hang on a minute. It doesn't no. even say that on my uh, screen. Uh, mine's a great big screen, and it shows that. Uh, right. Speaking I mean, of I'm screens, the, though. I'm in the
1: Apple TV app on, the, on my Mac.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I'm looking all. at... And by the way, this doesn't load correctly for me in Chrome, and so I have to watch it in Safari. Fine, but remember my setup: I've got an iMac to the right that I don't use much; it's more of a secondary screen. But connected to that is my twenty-seven-inch Asus. Correct. Mm-hmm. When I play a show on anything, and I hit full screen, it full it fills the whole screen of the Asus monitor. No problem. When I watch an Apple TV show, it does not. It puts it towards the top of the screen with black bars on both sides and a quarter of the screen on the bottom. Wow. Like it doesn't know the monitor. It can't figure out how to make it full screen. So I thought, is this how all Apple TV shows are on the web? So I put it over on the main on the IMAX screen and it fills that screen just fine. So it doesn't even work correctly. On my screen, I'm like, "Are you kidding me?
1: Why why would they put any software resources into this? Because it's not like it's not
0: even like services is important to the company." So here is the question, David: Someone listening to this, they haven't subscribed yet. They've maybe watched a couple trailers, but maybe not. What is our recommendation? Uh, it sounds like you haven't spent enough time to say one way or another, other than what you can see on the previews. But as someone who's watched uh, three of the shows in their entirety of, of, as they've been released so far, um, it's what four ninety nine a month. Uh, yeah. well, I'm torn. Look, look the I, thing I'm is, really is, torn to be honest yeah. with you.
1: The thing is, I think they're counting on. They're counting on the fact they're going to give it away for a year for anybody who buys anything new from Apple. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: I yep. recently. And by I rec- then,
0: uh, you it know, will so be full of content. Well,
1: they've got a year to fill it with content. They've got a year to gain some traction by giving it away to everybody who buys Apple in the next year. Um, apparently, it gets bundled. If you have an Apple Music subscription and you're a student, then they bundle it there for, as well. I suspect they're going to bundle it anywhere that they, they can think they can bundle it. And yeah? that's a smart business to decision. try, because because at the moment they've got to try and get eyeballs, and they've got to try yep. and retain eyeballs, and so they've got in a have, very
0: crowded space.
1: In a very crowded space, absolutely. Now you know they're spending a lot of money. Um, I'm not sure myself from what I've seen so far. That they have um, really thought about what people want to watch beyond going out to a whole load of, no doubt, very, very talented people and said, What do you want to make? Yeah, and this is what they've come up with so far. I think they need to have more of a strategy than that. And what the, the initial release stuff does not suggest a strategy, it suggests, Let's throw some money at the wall and we'll see what sticks. You know, I'm hopefully one the of these of shows here. will blow up and and become a, a viral hit, a must-see, and that will well, drive but that's service. that's yeah. everybody. Yeah, Nobody,
0: no, I, I, None of these places know what's going to stick and what's going to be. No one thought the Game of Thrones, when that first came out, was going to be the cultural thing that it became. It became that way because they produced it, they put it out there. In fact, they had to redo the entire first episode because it was such a train wreck. They almost canceled it. They gave them another shot, and then it became what it became. So I, I don't want to hold that against them. Oh, they're just throwing stuff out there and stealing well, sticks. That's
1: well, yeah, kind of the whole industry. The back, the back story of, of The Morning Show is that the first three episodes had to be substantially re-edited. Because well, but they see, fired that's, the, that's because, movies and TV no, because shows because they general. fired the showrunner because they didn't like what he was doing. They didn't think it was good enough. Well, and, but and fine. Going, but, that's,
0: well, that's, but that's nothing new or different at all. Every single show... Out there, or movie, they they all have reshoots. They all have script revisions. I'm, I'm sorry. They, I th- they shoot some stuff, and it doesn't work, and they go, we like the concept. It's not working. Let's see if we can get someone else in here and make this work. And they did. It's a decent show. I, think- I don't I don't want to say that's a complaint. How can you complain about that? They do that with the Avengers. They did yeah, it with Star I, Wars. I, I
1: understand it? what you're saying. I just feel like there's no... Beyond let's create a streaming service, there's no strategy. And it's I, Apple
0: computers, dude. They, this is, they've never done this before.
1: Exactly. That's, why, that's exactly why you need a strategy, in my opinion. That's why you've got to do more than just let's just copy everybody else and hope we get, hope we get it right.
0: Let's not do the same thing that everybody else done, is, In other words, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I Let, think let's take our inexperience and say we're going to do it correctly, unlike the rest of the entire industry. And by the way, that's where we're pulling all of our talent from—is that industry? But no, we're not going to do it that way. We're just going to—we know exactly what. No, everybody no, wants no. You, to watch.
1: You, you, I'm sorry. You, you are mis- you are confusing strategy, yeah, with execution. Right? Strategy is you sit down and you say, "What do we want this service to be?" What do we want it to deliver to our customers? Yeah. And let's at least have that in mind when we then go out and select the shows that we're going we're to put this service. Yeah. So and, what do you and, think you know, is just right Just in the now, same then? way that the Discovery Channel has a strategy and MTV has a strategy. Those you know, strategies change over time. MTV started as a music video service, and now it's a reality TV show service.
0: Right, yeah. and Discovery point, was what happened in World War II with the Nazi yeah, panzers, and, and now and, it's and how now we it's build Shark American Week. choppers. Yeah. And yeah, and it's Shark, Shark Week and it's building exactly. choppers. Right. Sure.
1: But the point is each of those brands have an identity – yeah, and this hasn't. This, I think this is what kind of gets me. This has no identity at all. It, it you know, it, it. The point is, is I think the mistakes they're making here, and and this, and what I've just said about Dickinson just sums it up. Really, is that they assume that everybody coming to the service, right, is interested in watching it and understands what they're offering here, and they've not thought Content. maybe shows yeah but you know well yeah, that's can, what I i'm sorry you can't just stick a stick a screenshot up on the screen give it a name and say here content click and watch you've got to do more than that and they are doing the well, bare minimum here. I,
0: i'm sorry well, I, what are they supposed to do well, more than this. I, I have a new show david right. i'm gonna I'll put it what. on netflix what, tim, what, what do i do
1: tim i am not I'm not a media guru or a a public relations expert or anything like that. So I don't know what the fix is. I know that for me, I look at this and I think this looks wrong. This looks like these guys don't know what they're doing. I don't know what doing it right looks like. I can't tell you what doing it right looks like, but I know that this ain't it. And that's my problem with it is I look at this. This is basically the same thing that they promoted back in March with no trailers. And at the time we all went, Huh? Right. And I'm no looking at this and now and I'm thinking in those six, six, eight months, they've done nothing to fill in the huh
0: apart from. Except well, there's all- trailers now and you could actually watch the shows. Yeah. I, I don't understand what your complaint is. The, the, the my, interface? Is that your complaint? Compl- my
1: complaint is this I'm looking at this, it tells me nothing about what they're offering me here. And what they are offering me here, they assume, seem to assume that I should know more about it that I should have organically got from somewhere else more information than the stuff they're presenting me here. So I, I should look at this and, oh, oh there's the Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston News Show. Oh, look, here's the, um, the alternate history thing. Oh, look, here's the thing about the uh, American poet that, that I don't really know very much about, yeah? But they're expecting me to get that information from somewhere else, not from giving the information to me, right? And I'm sorry, you can't expect to...
0: It's, I, I, I'll be honest with you, content- but I don't I don't understand your complaint at because- all because you just described every single movie poster. You described every single thing on Amazon, every single no, thing no, on I com- Netflix. I, I'm
1: sorry, I completely disagree. One thing that Amazon and Netflix both get right is that the browsing experience and the and the um the stuff you get to try and entice you into the content, right, is all there. It tells you chapter and verse, how many how many um, episodes there are, what they're about, what the overarching theme of the show is, individual descriptions of the episodes, and everything like Once that. Once you
0: click it, yes, I'm on Netflix right now, and it says popular on Netflix. Let it snow. It's a lady, a girl looking to my right. That's all it is. I have to click it to see anything. Atypical. Right. That's right. It's this weird-looking girl sitting there. It says new episodes, and she's looking over to the but right. I'm again. telling you, that the I'm, devil next door is a, a, a shot from the air of some blurry looking house. That doesn't tell me anything no, but when you click, at all. But the
1: point is, when you click on it, you get information. When I click on the on morning
0: it, show, when I go get to show, click on Dickinson, it launches. It says the next episode. It's because I started watching it, but it gives me the episodes. It tells me well, what's happening I'm, in these episodes. I'm on, Underneath it, I'm, it says trailers. Underneath that, right, it says. Okay. I, Cast I'm and I'm telling crew, you, right? And then it has I'm, an about this and it shows right. uh, it's but exactly am, the same. I don't know if it's not. But it's not because
1: I am on the Mac and I've clicked the big on Catalina and I've clicked the big round Apple TV black button at the bottom here in my dock, right? And it's taken yep. me to the Watch Now page. And the Watch Now page, yeah, just has. This is the same information. I'm looking from the top. It's got a big banner from the morning. It's got Discover TV Plus, a big banner for the morning show that is just the logo. And then Apple TV Plus premieres. Start watching now. And it it has S1E1 Dickinson because I could not stop Emily's attempt to publish a poem, Sparks Backlash, with Khalifa guest stars. That's on the front page of the Apple TV app of the latest OS. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's so just start, like
1: watch it it gives, me, gives me no information, right? Netflix, if I clicked on it, because if I click on Emily Dickinson here, I get a big page that basically shows exactly the same information as on the front page.
0: When I, sit, when I click go to show, I get a big banner, big picture of the thing. Are you on the web? And, and
1: it's uh, Yeah. Are you, are you on the web? Are you on TV yes. plus on Apple TV? Well, I'm not. I'm in the app. Right, I've not had to launch a web browser and go and type Apple TV Plus into it. I've pressed the app that's given to me for free right here on the page on my Mac and it gives me nothing. And this is what I'm talking about. Yeah? They can't join it up. They can't they can't give you the right information. They can't give you the right. Answer. This is just a sucky experience and it, me coming to this if I knew nothing about it I would go oh, what the hell does oh, this something.
0: mean? Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go to my iPad and go to the Netflix app and see if it's any better. Is it? Netflix. I launched Netflix. I'm probably not signed into this because I don't know if I've ever now yeah, it's okay, I gotta sign in. Oh heck, I don't even know. I think it's this. So I'm gonna sign I have,
1: in. I have Netflix here
0: on my uh on my iPhone, so I will look mm-hmm. at it at the same time so I'm I'm signing in but I don't know if I remember my password because I am signed in I got got, got to go into uh, I don't want to go into notes because if I go into notes I'm going to lose the notes that we're talking about right now I guess I should go into notes on my by the way I hope this isn't people thinking that we're just complaining about stuff again that would suck because we're not we're discussion Uh, so Netflix it's been a while since I changed my password oh yeah okay it's that one I thought it was David is a pinhead. (laughs) Okay. Is that one it? Uh, yay. Okay. So I, I launched Netflix and it says, who's watching. It's me. It's Rachel, Brittany or the kids. Yep. Okay. So I click me and then I get a big banner download and go look for this symbol. So I get a, a great big giant thing that blocks my content and it blinds right. me cuz it's blazing white. So then I bring it up and what do I see? I see little graphics of different shows that don't tell me anything at all. So I click one of them and I get a bigger graphic of the show that gives me a description of what the show is and it gives me that's it. A description
1: of the show is. Well though you already you've got more information you got about Dickinson. You see what I mean? This
0: is what I'm talking about. No, because about. I can't see Apple TV on my thing. So let me do. I, I don't even know if I have Apple but, TV. Yeah, but app. the
1: point is, you're saying, "Oh, I can't see Apple TV." I'm telling you what Apple TV tells you on my Mac right in front of me. I'm not on the web. I'm running the Apple TV app.
0: Yeah, if see, I don't is, have the Apple TV app because it doesn't run on my Mac.
1: Right, but which I'm telling is you, a, I, a, a
0: which, problem itself.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm telling you, I do, and the experience sucks.
0: Apple. Yeah. So I went to the I went to the App Store and I'm so going to type let's in Apple TV. Let's just wait around while
1: while Tim refuses to believe what I'm telling him and goes and tries and checks it for himself. I,
0: I don't blame you. <laughs> so here's the funny thing: when I type in Apple TV in the App Store, now it shows that I've got it on my iPad, but when I typed it in, it didn't tell me I had it on my iPad. So that's an issue. So I launch okay. it, and no, see now now this it shows. My content. So on the app, on my iPad, I launched Apple TV and it shows the movies that I own. There's Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Days of Future Past, Iron Man 3, Endgame, Shazam. So that's not really really
1: relevant, is it?
0: No. Well, but yeah, but at least on the iPad, I can actually see content I own. Whereas on the website, I'm only seeing the Apple content. So that's a big problem. But here's the other thing. Dickinson. Oh, now it's moving. And I clicked the morning show because it moved. Um, the morning show, play episode. And it's because it knows I'm at episode four. That's the issue because it, I've already watched one.
1: Right. But, is there anything but I on there can that download it, it. So that's a
0: really a, nice thing that I can download yeah. this show to my iPad but and I can watch it offline. That's is there, great.
1: Is there any, assuming you know nothing about the morning show, is there anything there that actually tells you what the premise of the morning
0: show is? Absolutely. If I scroll down a little bit, it says about the morning show drama. Pull back the curtain on early morning TV starring Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve right. Carell. This unapologetically correct. Uh, what? Uh, okay. Unapologetically yeah. candid drop. So yes, it gives me a description. Right. So the I don't. Show.
1: I don't know whether this is a problem just with the Mac app, but I'm telling you, if I scroll down on Dickinson, because I could not stop. It says about, and then underneath it's a box which says, Because I could not stop comedy, Emily's attempt to publish a poem sparks backlash with Khalifa guest stars. They really like that sentence because it appears four times Twice. on this page. Four times. <laughs> yeah? Whereas on well, my Netflix app. I, I, I don't app, know. On my Netflix app. Right, but if you, app, if if you phone, launch it. No, hang on a minute. On my Netflix yep. app on my phone, there's a show I've never seen here before Netflix series, yep. Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. There's a big, big banner picture here. There's somebody I recognise. That's um, uh, what's his name? Um, Frodo Baggins here on the front. And it says yep. underneath. It says mind-bending, quirky, irreverent, exciting sci-fi TV. Okay, that doesn't that describes something about it. But it doesn't really tell me an awful lot. But there's an info button. I press that. And it says, Eccentric amateur sleuth Dirk and his grudging assistant Todd make their way haphazardly through tangled, dangerous, supernatural mysteries. And then there's a list of episodes where there's a summary of the plot of each episode. Yeah? This is the sort of thing you kind of expect from a TV app. Apple's yeah. TV app on and the back has phone? none of this.
0: No, it, sounds, it sounds like then the, the issue with, that you're seeing... Yeah, I don't want to see that. Um, no, I, I launched the same thing on my Apple phone. What is this thing called? Oh yeah, they they actually named it differently. This is called the iPhone. So I go to what to watch, uh, the morning show, and it wants to go to the next episode because obviously it knows that I've been watching it. I scroll down, trailers, related, cast and crew, about. Yeah, that's exactly exactly the same as Netflix, exactly the same as Amazon Prime, exactly the same as Hulu. So. Right. Okay, so Maybe there's a problem with the Mac app that you're using because every other thing that I've looked at on both the iPhone, the iPad, and Safari is fine. I have no problem with it at all. It's just like all the other ones, except maybe a little cleaner. But I actually like the cluttered look of more content on my screen at the same time that Netflix has. I think Netflix has it right. When it comes to presenting you content to discoverability... Netflix is a master at that. They're so much better than everybody else. It's not even fair. Maybe Disney will be like that. We'll see. Uh, but Netflix gets it a hundred percent right. Uh, the one who gets it the worst, quite honestly, is Amazon. Their interface, when it comes to Amazon Prime Video, is a cluttered mess. It's just—it's horrendous. I hate it with a passion. It's—it's it's terrible. Um, and I can't say anything about Hulu because it's probably been four years since I even looked at Hulu. Yeah,
1: I'm looking gets at it the right. Amazon Prime one, and I don't, I don't really see
0: why that's really much worse than uh, – uh, Are you looking at the app or are you looking at the web browser? The app. Yeah, the app's fine. I'm talking about the web browser. On the web browser, Amazon is terrible. <laughs> Just getting to the content, what's to buy, what's to rent, what's free – it's a confusing kludge, and it's because Amazon is trying to cram many different services under the same roof. They oh, really need see. So you're to- talking
1: about going through, going through Amazon.com?
0: Yes. All oh, right.
1: Okay. I've, I've never even thought to do that to watch TV.
0: Yeah. It's a kludge. It's terrible. Now, when I watch it on a smart TV, it's fine. But I think Amazon really needs to break it up a little bit to, to avoid confusion. Because if I go to Amazon, I want to watch a, a, a movie. So I type in the movie, it's not clear unless you really look whether it's free or I got to rent it or I got to buy it. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I as I said, Netflix is awesome when it comes to just browsing content. But here's the difference though, David, to be fair to Apple here, Amazon has, or uh, Netflix has billions of hours of different content. All right. A lot of it is original. Most of it is not. Apple is only presenting original content, and there's just not a lot of it yet. Yeah, so I don't hold I don't, that against them I don't, I don't, them
1: I don't hold that against them either. I'm just saying that if they're going to present the content, they've got to make it as attractive as possible. And on the on the computer that actually has a dedicated app, it's it looks like it looks like they haven't finished it, frankly.
0: Yeah, yeah? I've never, th- and, and this I never is thought for the- to use my Mac, an app on on my mac to watch it well if you I, my natural if you had, default yeah, is to well, go to the website if you
1: had catalina then you would know that um, the way that because they broke broken iTunes up now so you have a music app a podcast app and a tv app right, right. there
0: in the dock when you when you first install catalina um, well here's an issue uh when i launch photos on my mac now it doesn't recognize my iphone which means i can't import my photos directly from my iphone into photos anymore so now I have to let Dropbox suck all the pictures off and well, then drop why
1: them Why wouldn't into photos. you use uh, iCloud Photos for that?
0: Uh, I don't like I- iCloud Photos. Um, it slows – at least it did on my iPhone 6 Plus. It slowed things down too much when I didn't want it to because, remember, I use my phone for work. Yeah. And I will launch it and it, it – it was really slow and kind of choppy and it turned out it was uploading photos oh. or downloading well, photos. it doesn't with, the,
1: so, with a, you've got a later um, phone than 6 plus now, haven't you
0: but regardless, uh, before I upgraded my phone to iOS 13, I would plug in my phone to the computer, iPhones would launch, I would suck all the photos off of it and I'm good to go. yeah, but if, I can't do that anymore no, now it, if I want to delete photos, I got to go into the phone and delete photos again Apple Re-
1: expects you to use iCloud now.
0: Uh, well, and they expect me to upgrade my hardware. That's more because I can't use the latest and greatest macOS on my computer. It's uh, not compatible. Yeah,
1: but you, if you use iCloud Photos on your phone, you wouldn't need to have import the stuff on your computer.
0: Well, I doubt that iCloud Photo is going to work with this version of Photos that I have on my Mac because it's an older one.
1: Uh, so I don't, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that would be a problem.
0: Uh, well, what, I wouldn't think what, plugging my phone in would be a problem to what, import of, pictures. What version of Mac OS would, have you got on there? Uh, what is it? It is uh, Sierra. Yeah, I bet uh, ten point twelve point six. I bet it would. I don't bet it would work, and that's the problem. But here's the thing: iPhoto's no longer sees it and won't import the photos. But yet, Dropbox, the moment I plug in my phone, immediately starts importing all the photos and videos. Yep. Dropbox. Yeah, Apple's own software doesn't work. But drop, Great. Dropbox, fantastic.
1: Dropbox has its own problems.
0: Well, I agree, but at least it's let me take photos off my fricking phone or any phone or any card that I plug in. It just automatically pulls everything off of it. Great. That's exactly what I want. I want to import my photos. I want to save them. I don't want to trust the cloud only. I want to be able to plug it in and it downloads. And now we,
1: now we are definitely in the realms of complaining.
0: Yeah. Well, let's, uh, so we had quite a few things we were going to talk about. Let's, Let's narrow it down a little bit. Let's talk about the feedback from Michael Breed. Um, And this is, of course, he was uh, talking about our last episode.
1: He says, hey, Tim, when it comes to Apple TV, you are a butthead.
0: Yep, that's exactly (laughs) what he he wrote that from the future.
1: Yeah, that's right. After listening to this week's episode of Tech uh, Tech Fan, I thought I'd briefly share my thoughts on the changes to the current iPhone. I think there's a perception that the changes Apple has made to the iPhone 11 are incremental at best.
0: Does that that
1: sound familiar, that argument?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'd argue that that may not be the case. The the under-the-hood changes are substantial and noticeable. They are a serious advancement over the iPhone XS, especially regarding the camera. Put simply, the camera and the new photo processing software are real game changers. The photo and video quality are a major step up from the 2018 iPhone. Night mode and deep fusion, as well as the new lenses, sensors, make my photos near DSLR quality without much or adjustment. The ultra-wide-angle lens takes some seriously cool shots that I may have never expected had I not had it on my phone. I am impressed every day by the quality of the pictures I'm taking with the iPhone 11 Pro. My circle of friends who have also upgraded 11 are unanimous, unanimous in agreement on this. The low-light capabilities are especially impressive. It feels like you have a color night vision goggles on in the dark simply by opening the camera app check it out i bet you won't be disappointed knowing how much you value photos and memories michael
0: breen i got to i got to say um the photos that i've seen online anecdotal evidence of the night vision capabilities of the iphone 11 are extremely impressive yeah uh it it, <laughs> it looks amazing um i'm uh i don't take too many photos in in low light situations Maybe that's because my phone doesn't take great photos at night, so I don't even think about taking them. Or it could be that, you know, I work for a living and I go to bed and I'm not outside at night very often. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, I've never had uh, heard a complaint that someone upgraded to a new iPhone and complained that the camera is so crappy. So I expect that. Yeah. I do. Um, that being said, my iPhone, what do I got? An 8 Plus? Mm-hmm. Takes phenomenal pictures. I mean, it's phenomenal, wow. and I actually used a coworker's phone to take a. Uh, I got this customer that brought a Highlander from me uh, a year ago or so, mm-hmm. and he comes in quite often and wants to dis- discuss technology. If I'm not busy, if he sees I'm busy, he'll leave. All right. Um, he was talking about upgrading his iPhone to an iPhone 11. The coworker right next to me has one, so I borrowed hers and I took two. Uh, portraits of him sitting at my desk. Mm -hmm. The one on my iPhone eight plus looked better. They were almost indistinguishable, but when we zoomed up the one on my phone actually looked better. I think that's weird. I don't think that's the standard, but, and again, that's anecdotal evidence, but Nevertheless, I thought, well, that just kind of convinced me that I don't really need the new iPhone because I think my photo actually looked better on my phone than it did on hers. And my coworker is actually a professional photographer. That's what she does when she's not selling cars. And she took a picture and we both looked at it and we both agreed it looked better on my iPhone. Okay. And in her iPhone, so I don't know what that means. Well, I, I and again, I, anecdotal evidence doesn't really prove one thing or no, another. i just I'd, that yeah, right I'd then, s- mine looked better. I'd suggest that look
1: one of the one of the things the iPhone 11 is doing, and Michael mentioned it here, talking about deep fusion and that sort of thing. One of the things the iPhone 11 is doing it's doing a lot more computation on the photos. It is right now. In some circumstances, that's going to look better than a phone than what your phone can especially take, especially at night vision. Yeah, and, and and other circumstances you're not. And yes, I agree with you. I think that computational photography enhances the capabilities of these phones at the extremes of their performance ends, right? Yeah. But, that yes, does that mean that two photos side by side, one might be the other? I, I mean, you used to see this back in the day when... You remember when people argued about the, the uh, megapixel wars? Oh, yeah,
0: yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when
1: every year you had to get a camera with more megapixels in it. And what eventually happened is people were getting up to uh, 18, 20 megapixels, yeah, and all of a sudden the, count, the photos started looking worse, even though they had more detail in them. And the reason was because the... Uh, 20 megapixel sensor that was that was being used was tiny it wasn't it was cheap because the camera manufacturer wanted to put more megapixels on there and didn't care so much about quality they were trying to hit a price point yeah and guess what a cheap 20 megapixel sensor might look worse than a more expensive 12 megapixel sensor unless you zoom right into the very details when you're going to see the the differences and And I think this is something along the same lines. I think comparing one photo against another is probably not good enough you you'd need to do a whole multiple different yeah. lighting settings and, and different yeah and absolutely, as, as, as you s- as you say um um you know. You've never heard of anybody getting a new iPhone and saying, "Oh, I think the camera's worse than the old one." It always, never. it always appears better. Um, sure, I think. And on and on Android, and yeah. I mean,
0: the cameras get better every single generation. That's right. Yeah.
1: What I would say is, I think you do make a point, which is when the iPhone eight came out, nobody was saying, "Oh, that that camera is terrible."
0: No. Yeah. It's we, one of the reasons we were, I upgraded because we, it was so much better. Yeah,
1: And we were all as enthusiastic about the photos that they're on the iPhone eight at that time. And before that on the six and the five, because they always got better than the previous time. one. And we were yep. all as enthusiastic that year when we got the new hotness as Michael is here about his eleven. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean just because it's three years old now it's rubbish. And I think exactly. I think your that's story kind well. of proves that. I yep. I, I think uh, I think there's
0: less of a compelling reason to upgrade to an iPhone if you're already on, like mine, an eight plus or an eight. Yeah. I think it's less compelling to get the new one, unless you're doing a lot of outdoor photos. But I don't think most people are.
1: Well, I, I don't. To be honest with you, bright outlet outdoor photos are not where that camera's going to shine. It's no. It's it's those edge cases. It's the it's the areas where are more difficult to take that it's going to, it's going to improve.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I think we're getting to the point now, quite honestly, and I think <laughs> this is a good thing it, to a certain extent, although I'm the one that's complained that I want to see more innovation in in mobile technology as phones in particular, especially in the physical characteristics of the phone. Um, I think we're at the point now that people get a new phone when they need a new phone. Yeah. I think more and more people aren't upgrading to the new phone simply because they just paid the last one off. I think they're like, yeah, mine still works great. I see more and more people with older iPhones now. Yeah. Way more than the latest and greatest. So his, five years yeah. ago, everybody was constantly upgrading because it, you know it was. Yeah. Thing. I, I think they're so good now over the last three, four years that yeah, it's not that big of a yeah, deal. Yeah, I definitely agree with that I, I went through the original, the three G,
1: 3G, three Gs, uh, and the four. Then yeah. I didn't get uh, the four S. I think I had a five. Didn't get the five. I
0: skipped the 5. I skipped the 5. I went from 4S to 6S. Yeah. You know, and yes, no, my, pace is,
1: my pace has definitely slowed down recently. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got my 8 Plus here. I'm, uh, my company's about to just order me an 11 because we replace our phones every two years purely because we're using them all day, every day for business. And we noticed that after about 18, 20 months,
0: battery performance really starts to fall off. And, that's, and eventually, yeah. so of the storage capacity, it's yeah. flash memory. It's, 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 uh, yeah, but the battery, it's got a ticking the, time bomb. The battery's the first thing to go.
1: And, yep. and we've really noticed, I've noticed that on mine, my 8 Plus, where it used to be easily be able to get through a full working day and a trip home, even if I was getting home at 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, now it doesn't. Now it's down to into the 20% warning you that it's about to run out yeah. uh, by about late afternoon. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm now getting in the habit of putting some charge in it during the day. So I'm, I'm ready for a new phone for that because I don't want to keep doing that. I'm looking at my battery health now. Well, my maximum capacity is now 87%. And interestingly enough, when I looked at this probably about a month ago when we first started thinking about changing the phones, it was at 90%. So, it, you know, it's definitely degrading to the point where it's going to need changing soon. Um, and uh, so that's fine. So I'm going to go from the 8 plus to the 11. So I'll be able to do... But that's
0: a good... But that's because you need... A new, exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly what I said. Yeah. It, because you need a new phone. Now,
1: I, interestingly enough... if you enough, weren't getting that... Yeah.
0: If you weren't using your phone as much and the battery wasn't degrading as quickly as it has been, I doubt if you'd even be thinking about I, it. And, and
1: also
0: Especially if me, it was a phone that you had to pay for.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, let me tell you that of the 20 phones we're going to be changing over the next couple of weeks, I would say at least 50% of those owners have said to me, can I buy the old one rather than turn it back in? Uh, and we, and we, we basically we, we let people buy them at the cost that we would get for recycling them through, uh, you know, kind of Music Magpie or something like that. So, you know, a couple of hundred pounds they're going to pay, they're going to buy their phone and keep it. And, uh, see my note there? Yeah. So, you know, that shows that, that actually there is value in these phones, so much so that they want to pass them on to family members or they want to keep them as a spare. Um, and yeah, you know, some people may. Find that after doing that for another six months or so, they have to take it into a um, either Apple or an off-brand shop and have the battery changed because the battery will wear out. But um, fortunately, nowadays people are quite good at being able to do that. But it, it just demonstrates that, that these phones definitely still have value, and I think that's why when you do go around the place, you see many more people now with older iPhones than you used to, because people. Let's face it: a lot of people can't afford to pay eight hundred dollars a thousand dollars for the latest phone but they want an iphone and they want a good iphone and so they'll happily pay four hundred dollars three hundred dollars something like that for one that's two or three years old and um and kind of rock that as long as it runs the latest os you nowadays you mostly get the same features as the newest ones they just things like the camera and stuff don't work as well but you know you know you can have have a good life out of that and um now, as as intrigued as I will be to get a uh, an iPhone 11, um, I've not been looking at my iPhone 8 apart from the battery and saying, "Oh, it's no good. I wish I was rid of it."
0: Um, I mean, the screen is great on the iPhone 11. Yeah. You know, the camera is great. So. So by the Again, way, on, it, it's need.
1: Yeah, on that it, it's point, it's not want as much. On that point, I want to share um, just a, a public service announcement that I I recently discovered. Yeah. So I bought. Is Alizante. this the court
0: mandated thing that you gotta? No. 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 Okay. Okay.
1: I recently <laughs> bought. Um. I recently bought a phone for somebody. Um. A friend of mine. That I bought one of our old work ones. Um. And they were they were looking for something really really cheap, but they wanted an iPhone. So basically, I picked up one of our old work ones that had a cracked screen. And I took it to a, a shop and had the screen replaced. Didn't take it to Apple. Uh, took it to the shop and and um you know it was a very reasonable price i noticed when i got the phone back that the screen looked kind of funny and uh, originally i thought to myself well you know maybe this is a cheap aftermarket screen but um after playing around with a bit i realized what it was was that it was too um, blue it had a it looked a bit cold yeah hmm. and so i went back to the store and i said oh you know this screen looks a bit cold and he explained to me what's happened you can get OEM screens now that are as good as Apple's, but what they can't implement, because it's something to do with how they screen interfaces into the phone, is they can't turn on the, um, the uh, what's it called, true color.
0: Oh, so it's defaulting to... So it defaults
1: to a standard white, and it won't right. ever change from that white. Um, and that's why it looks blue, because basically it, it's not it's not color-matched in the same way that a regular iPhone screen is. Now, these screens apparently have this capability in them, but the the, um, the screen chip needs to be programmed with the same ID as the phone, and effectively it's very, very difficult to do without lots and lots of specialist equipment. So most people can't do it, and so they don't, and that's why. So, well, that's interesting. So that's just, just – so the reason it's a public service announcement is, you know, you can go to a store – and you can get your, um, for an 8, a 7 or an 8 or something like that, you can get your screen replaced for not very much money, certainly much less than Apple would charge you. But just be aware that it will come back like this. Um, and, you know, I'm sure it's something that after, after a bit, you probably don't even notice it. You probably get used to it. But uh, Yeah, but
0: that initial is probably a little bit like, huh, that's weird.
1: Well, yeah, let's face it. If you're used to looking at a phone a certain way, and all of a sudden it looks completely different. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, that does jump out at you. Yeah. Let's jump over to a product that I want to talk about for a second. Yes, we're going to go a little longer this week. Now, of course, uh, we missed last week. Yep. And um, this doesn't mean we're going uh, weekly. That's a weird. That's a weird term, by the way, because it can be used either way. Bi weekly means every two weeks, or it means twice this a week. week. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. No. They must be. Like they must be Apple, from the Apple's pulling yeah, from the
1: Apple TV school <laughs> of marketing.
0: <laughs> so. So we're not going bi-weekly. It's just kind of worked out that way. Uh, last Friday was Halloween, and I took the day off, um, and I just I couldn't get to – no. In fact, you're the one that couldn't do it on Friday. No, you
1: couldn't do it on Friday.
0: I couldn't do it on Friday. Was it me? It was and you. And you couldn't do it on Sunday. And I couldn't
1: do it on Sunday. And right. let me – I need to tell you about what we did on Sunday because it was quite cool. Sure. The reason we couldn't do a show on Sunday is because I took my daughter on a trip around the BBC –
0: oh no way
1: yeah so that's cool so um she was very very excited because it was she we were going around the children's tv section which she's a big fan of um and she got to do like a like a news report she got to do the weather with the green screen thing they had um, a green cloth there as well so you know, obviously, the way green screen works is that it can't see the color green. So you stand in front of a green screen, and then they project the weather map. I think back.
0: everybody knows yeah. how a green screen okay. Green works. Okay, but
1: then they had a green cloth, so you could pull that up a you, and all of a sudden it's like you're uh, Harry Potter mm-hmm. in an invisibility cloak.
0: Yeah, yeah which, cool. which,
1: which she got a kick out of as well mm-hmm. and then even better than that so we did this tour it was about an hour and a half she had a great time she saw lots of sets from shows she liked we saw, went to this massive studio it's the biggest in the European Union where they film a lot of big shows like The Voice and things like that um, and then as we're coming out um, the security guard came running up to the pair of us. We were just ready to go and get some lunch. And they said, oh, we're filming a show today, and we're short of audience members. Would you like to come and be in the audience?
0: Get out of here, really. <laughs> so we
1: spent the whole afternoon in this kid's game show, watching it being filmed and participating, and the cameras were going over the audience. Oh, uh, she
0: must have been thrilled. It was,
1: it was really good. And it was really interesting from a tech perspective to see how a lot of this stuff is done. Because, was it just the two of you? Yeah, it was just me and her. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: what, what a great daughter or daddy thing. It was. Do, it was yeah. really
1: good. But the thing is from you know, I, I've been in film studios before and they used to be like big and hot and All of that, and now it's completely different because the technology's all changed. It's all LED lights. They run very cool. There's a lot more space because everything's smaller than it used to be. The cameras are much smaller. Yeah, the cameras, the lights, everything. Yeah, they're much more flexible with the audio now because of the wireless mics and everything like that. They did confiscate our phones before we went in, which was...
0: Well, (laughs) yeah, that's probably a thing. For
1: two reasons. First of all, they don't want people taking pictures of a show that's not been transmitted yet and kind of giving things away. But secondly, they say they have real problems with interference if people start using their phones in the middle of the shooting. Oh, so, sure. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so they actually took them all off us and put them in a baggie. And then-
0: I, I, That sounds like an amazing experience. It was really cool. It was really- Yeah, you, you definitely got data of the year points on that <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, I'm taking my son, Cole, uh, this Sunday to Grand Rapids Comic Con. We went last year, and he has literally been counting the days. Yeah. Since then, when we're going to go back and, yeah, you know, I give him some money, um, and I gave him a choice this time. I think I gave him 30 bucks last year to spend and he spent all of it. Yeah. Uh, mostly on Lego stuff. They have this huge area that's dedicated to Lego and you could buy loose pieces. Right. And it's pretty awesome. Pre-made minifigures. He was all over that. So this year, his birthday is in December and I gave him the choice, um, you can have 30 bucks again, or I'll give you an extra 20 bucks, making it $50, but that 20 bucks comes from as a part of your birthday present, and he totally went for, yes, I want the more money. Uh, so that is going to be Sunday. It's about an hour and a half drive each way. Uh, we're hoping it doesn't snow because it looks like um, we're getting ready. An Arctic blast is going to hit our area, so... It's going to be cold. I just hope it doesn't snow. I'm in the Sequoia, so I'm not too worried. But mm-hmm. he could not be more excited. He is just, you know, because as you know, because you were there, uh, I brought Brooke with me for the second year to Macstock. Yeah. So that is the dad-daughter thing that we do, just the two of us. Yeah. And Cole really wants to go to Macstock, by the way. <laughs> Alex- Alex- con- Alexander
1: he- keeps saying, saying when we go to Max stock next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's in all the way. Um, yeah. And and I think Cole's probably going to come next year too uh-huh. with or without Brooke. I don't know if Brooke's going to come again or, yeah, she's, she's going to be 17 at that yeah. point. So who knows? Um, but so that's the dad daughter thing that we do every year. And Cole and I are comic-con. Mm-hmm. So this isn't, you know, LA comic-con. This isn't Las Vegas Con- this or San Diego comic-con. This is. Grand Rapids Comic Con. Okay. It's not at quite that scale, but when you're 11 years old or almost 12 now, it's it's gigantic. Yeah, I mean it is just huge. And by the way, Cole is about the same height as Alexander is now. Really? Yeah, wow. he's really. His hands are the same length. Mine's much thicker. Yeah. muscular. His is not, but his hands are about the same size. He's officially past Julian height, so he is now the. Uh, the third tallest, and he's just about to pass Brooke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I think he's going to be taller than me. I'm
1: pretty sure Alexander's forgotten what my face looks like, because all he ever sees is the top of my head. The
0: top of your head. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to have that problem with Cole. I think Cole's going to be taller than me. Anyways. Products. uh, You
1: you said you want product review.
0: Well, one of them. Yep. Uh, So, a guy at work, uh, one of our finance managers, he likes technology. Not to the extent that I do, but when he gets excited about something, of course, I'm the one, he comes and he wants to talk about it. In fact, he just did that yesterday. He found a $200 off a 27-inch iMac with a 4K screen, or no, a 5K screen um, at Best Buy, and he went and bought it. I thought, well, yeah, $200 bucks is not that big of a savings, but if it makes him happy, and he's all excited, and he said, oh, this is part of my wife and I's Christmas to each other. And I thought, yeah, it's going to be one of your computers. It's not going to be a shared one, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but I didn't say that. <laughs> Anyways, he was telling me, he was. We were, I was looking at some stuff online, and I came across these uh, neckband speakers, headphones, basically. But they're not headphones. They're technically speakers. And he said, oh, my friend got a pair of bows. They look like that. They are uh, amazing. At least I think it was bows. It might have been. JBL, I don't know, but how amazing they were. And I'm looking at these JVCs that I can get for free for a review. And he says, you should totally get those. I want to check them out too. So why not? They're $150. And immediately that tells me this has got to be pretty good. Yeah, 150 bucks is not an insignificant amount of money to pay for something. Now, my fear is, okay, it's this thing that goes around your neck. It doesn't go over your head. It doesn't go directly on your ears and the speakers are positioned basically, uh, shoulder area, but on your neck and they project upward. So my first question is, well, can other people hear it? And the answer is yes, but not as loud as you (laughs) because they're right there next to your ears. So I was kind of excited to get these and they arrived, uh, beginning of the week. Uh, first thing I do, of course, is plug them in and charge them and they use a, a micro usb charger just like everything else on the planet that's not usbc or lightning cable and let them charge and they actually charged up pretty fast i don't know if they had a significant charge already or you know the battery can't be too big uh, i don't know if you're on the amazon page and actually looking at it these or not um they have controls, so you can you know if you're talking to someone you can crank up the volume or pause your music and that sort of thing I wasn't interested in having a phone conversation on these. I think that would be super annoying. Yeah, That'd be like putting your phone on speaker and just talking. Um, so I, why do I need these when I can just do that with my phone? But I don't want to listen to music on my phone. I want to listen to it on headphones or speakers because it sounds so much better. So that was the um, the idea um, to to play some music on these. So I charge it up. Connected it to my phone. It was very easy to do. As soon as you turn it up, it says ready for pairing because it, it obviously knows it hasn't been paired yet. Mm-hmm. The iPhone saw it paired, no problem. Went to my music app. And I've got a playlist that I know how this music is supposed to sound on both cheap headphones, good headphones, in my car. Um, I know this is a, a specialty playlist yeah. for this kind of thing. And I hit play. So these are the JVC wearable speakers, wearable speakers lightweight design, neckband speaker, head, hand-free support for Bluetooth smart devices, 20-hour battery life. That's not long at all, as a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the SPA-10BT, and then parentheses, black. So yeah. they're black. So it's really the SPA-10BT. BT, of course, is Bluetooth. Um, this is the description lightweight, only 0.19 pounds. This device uh, is nearly only one-third the weight of other sound-wearing net speakers. I, I, I don't. That doesn't mean anything to me. Enhanced design. A sleek all-black design with minimal buttons allows you to take your sound with you and still look your best.
1: Well, because yeah. If as long as you don't mind looking like you have a really long slug draped around your neck.
0: <laughs> yeah. The the enhanced design allows for premium sound and fashion. So on the second thing, they're already talking twice about how they look in fashion and design. Voice assistant controls easily integrates with virtual assistants to stay connected to your comfortable home and phone applications. Answer a call with a touch of a button and the mic will, and the music will pause. So in other words, it it's like any other Bluetooth, anything. Party mode or private mode. Lower and raise the volume to experience a Bluetooth speaker with great sound up to 48 feet away. That'd be great blasting right there in your ear that someone 48 <laughs> well, this feet is my, away can my hear. My principal
1: question with these is, is how loud is it to the people around you? Because
0: well, people, uh, people Sweat. Yeah. That's not even re- relevant. Now. I'll get okay, to that in a minute. Right. Sweat and weather resistance. Feel free to wear during exercise, gardening, at home, and outside playing in this Playing in the sprinkler. (laughs) Who are they marketing these to? I don't know. So you will notice what's not talked about in any of this description is the audio quality. quality. And there we have a problem. I don't care how well this goes with my fashion sense or how much I can play in the sprinkler with it. (laughs)
1: I, uh, I really, you know what, before you send these back, you have to go. Like, I don't
0: have to send them back, have, by the way.
1: You have to have a picture of yourself wearing them, stood in a
0: sprinkler. I just need to see yes, that. Yes, I should. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's uh, do you remember the movie The Burbs? Yeah. Tom Hanks? Yeah. You remember the, you remember the cover? He's in the robe and he just looks yeah. ticked off. Yeah. It's That's going to be me wearing this. <laughs> Um So I plug them in charge them up, connect it to my phone, hit music. I'm actually excited because uh, the guy at work, his name's Corey. I'm mean, it's, it's Corey, uh, was very enthusiastic. And when I get them, I have to bring in work cause he wants to play with them too. He wants to check them out. Could not be more disappointing. The sound was okay. Let me back up and say, it's really weird to have speakers, not on your ears, and not on a desktop or in a room. Speakers on your shoulder designed to push the sound up around your head. The, that effect is actually kind of cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, if Especially if you don't really care about other people in the room with you because they're obviously going to hate you. Um, because you can hear these from a distance, even at lower volume. I put them on the other side of the room oh. and hit play, and I'm like, wow, that sounds terrible. Uh, but, of course... It's not about <laughs> the party speaker thing. Is just, just stupid. Yeah. Uh, actually, on my neck, listening to music, it was a there's zero bass. Yeah, I don't mean tinny bass. I mean there's no bass. Right. So, so if you like music coming from a crappy horn speaker in the spe- ceiling, for instance, that gives you no bass and all you can hear is really a little bit of the mids and mostly treble. Perfect for you. It'd be awesome. Uh, if you want to hear actual music, you're going to be profoundly disappointed. It was, it's it's absolutely horrible. I don't know where these fit in, quite honestly. Uh, maybe the Bose one that, that Corey was talking about, or the whatever they are. I, I think they're Bose, though. Whatever those are, maybe they actually produce bass and they do sound good. But these JVCs for $150 are just atrocious. Yeah, uh, It's it's unbelievable. I've had a cheap Bluetooth $35 speaker that produces 10,000 times better bass and low-end than this does.
1: Well, I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I'm amazed that that's a concept. This is even a thing. I see there are loads and loads of different models of these for sale on
0: Amazon. I, I've never seen these before. Yeah, but... You these you know, completely... Oh, the Bones, Bose SoundWare. Right. That, that's $200. I bet that's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, maybe. But the thing is, is, to me, this is so wrong-headed just as a concept.
1: Because yeah. there's nothing more annoying than being on public transport and having somebody who decides their headphones are not for them. So what they do is they have their music on, and then they hold their phone up to their ear so that the yeah. bottom of the phone with the speakers is pointing in their ear. That means we all get to... And I'm air quoting here, enjoy their music.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for serenading us, yeah. Dick.
1: And this, this is basically is a thing to purposely do that quite apart from yes. the fact, whether it sounds any good to you or not. It's just like, if you want to hear music, you need to have it close to your ears. Funnily enough, it, it's very interesting, the serendipity here, because I mentioned, and I'm not going to do a full review in this, on this because we, we're we've gone quite long on this one but i mentioned in the notes here that i tried a different set of headphones this week and these are the uh what are they call now the S2 bone conduction headphones
0: yeah i saw that listed yeah. in there and that's what actually reminded me of the jvc yeah uh, so so
1: these these are um these are basically a knockoff of the aftershocks which are the brand leader of this sort of thing and and it's they look very similar to, to these things here and it's it's Darker. it's a pad uh, yeah. A set of a set of pads, and it kind of goes around the back of your head. And the, the the difference of these ones is they have like a diaphragm that you put on in front of your ears, and it rests on your bones there. And the idea is is that the music goes into your head through your bones rather than being played in through your ears, which means your ears are left open to hear what's going on around you. Um, it's a fine concept. I don't know whether the aftershocks ones, which are a fair bit more expensive, work better. These ones despite the fact that if all the Amazon reviews I read said they were as good as the aftershocks, if they are, then the aftershocks are also terrible because (laughs) (laughs) well, the problem is there's two problems with them. First of all, is, is if you don't get them in just the right place, yeah, they, they sound really bad. Even if you get them in the right place, they're quite quiet. So you have to turn them up quite loud and you can't help feeling if you turn them up quite loud. It's kind of like, you know, that we all used to do that thing. If we wanted to talk to somebody when we had the old, Sody walkman with the 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 metal hoop headphones with the orange yeah, pads yeah. on and you just yeah. slip them off your ears and put them in front in in exactly the same place as these things and leave them there while you talk to somebody and you could and that right. meant they could hear the of your music sure you can't help feeling when you're wearing these and you've turned them up loud enough to be able to hear anything that that's exactly what you're doing to everyone around you yeah yeah, yeah. um and yeah ultimately the quality was was just not good enough for me and i just didn't really feel they worked for me and so they're going back
0: you know I, so I'm, after all these yeah. years we still haven't beat over the ear headphones earbuds or just regular on the ear headphones yeah. we've had this technology for i don't know how long 50 years yeah. 60 70 years we haven't beat that yet why because it works people stop trying to reinvent the <laughs> oh, wheel uh, only, nobody's asking for a neck bone
1: well there's only one place i'd like uh, i'd like to have bone conduction for times when I want to listen to something and I don't want anyone to know I'm listening to anything. So what I want is I want a pad that sticks to the back of my head somewhere, preferably in in the collar so I can hide it under my shirt. Yeah. And then that means that plays my music and my podcast through into my head and nobody has any idea I'm listening to anything. That's what I want. Anything else? No.
0: I'm waiting for the cranial implant, personally. (laughs) So let's talk about that. Uh, I know we are going long it's a podcast you can pause it and listen to it on the way home too um let's talk about gateway computers we played that little bit of an ad and you know that ad was i think from 1999 and was it that i, I late? thought it was yeah it was wow. it was either yeah i think it was 99 is what it said um <laughs> Uh, I want you to forget about technology and blah, 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 blah. I was going to do a little spoof on it, but I decided not
1: to. I actually wrote it out. The first thing I said to you after watching that advert was, what a load of crap. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. So Gateway in the U.S. was, I don't know if their sales were huge. Um, I think they were pretty good, but they spent a lot of money. So Gateway uh, Incorporated, previously Gateway 2000 uh, it was an American computer company uh, based in South Dakota and later California that developed, manufactured, supported, and marketed a wide, wide, bleh, a wide range of personal computers, computer monitors, servers, and computer accessories. It was acquired by Acer in 2007. Shocker. Um, they kind of took the idea f- that Dell was very successful with, which is, hey, call this number. We'll build your computer for you and we'll ship it to you. And it's going to be, you know, less expensive. Um, but what, Mar- what I, this is what I remember of Gateway. Gateway was one of those companies that I think their logo was clever. They took the whole cow thing because, you know, they started in Iowa. Um, that was clever. Instead of trying to do the high tech thing mm-hmm. that Dell was doing in Apple and Microsoft and they went the opposite direction and they actually built some of their own stores and it was more of a country store type of feel. I I'd never gone in one but I've seen pictures of I remember and going video. in one. Yeah, they had, uh, and they were kind of a countryish feel yeah. to it. I think that was a, a clever marketing move. Yeah. They were going the opposite direction. They
1: were, they were, they were, I remember the stores quite clearly. They were trying to kind of get that kind of mom and pop store type vibe. Yeah, that rustic kind of Yeah, but also the idea that that you know I mean look, they I think they hit on something, and that ad, terrible, terrible ad we played at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, kind of hit on, it was, was obviously some, some marketing guy had picked that up and run with it to the end of the moon. Um, the idea was, was, you know, let's let's not make computers intimidating, technical, nerdy. Let's try and, you know, make them for, for anybody. Friendly yeah. and easy
0: and, yeah. yeah. Well, but remember, back in the 90s, a lot of people. And that's when I got into computers was the nineties. Yeah. Uh, computers were scary. I, I've retold the tale a few times, not just on this podcast, but other shows that I was interviewed on, especially with the, uh, the creation of my Mac.com, my Mac magazine back in the mid nineties, which was, I, you know, I went to the library and I went to the bookstores and I got some magazines and I read up on computers because I knew my then wife, uh, more importantly, the child she was carrying was going to have to know how to use computers. And they scared the crap out of me, David. They really did. I was not that guy into computers. I just wasn't. Uh, and I determined that from everything I read, the, the Apple Macintosh line was more simple to use. And I wanted simple. I wanted a computer that I wasn't scared of because DOS scared the crap out of me back then. Um, command line interfaces you know i thought it had to do with math i didn't want anything to do with that but the apple computer looked easier to use and that's why i bought it so i think gateway's approach in those ads was very clever because so many people and remember this was the time where everyone was getting disks in the mail from AOL yeah. and um they they wanted something easy they wanted something affordable. They didn't want it to be scary. So from a marketing standpoint, I think Gateway did a brilliant job. Yeah. Now we listen to that, that commercial 20 years later and we scoff at it. But you know what? If you're a 30 something in 99 and you see that commercial, I think it's pretty effective.
1: Well, the, prob- the problem is, and the reason why Gateway is not around anymore, is that the, that kind of model was not sustainable. The difficulty is, no. you can, can market and you can convince people that you're going to make the computers easy to use, but these were still Pentium machines running Windows 95. They were not yes. easy to use. They crashed no. a lot. They were unreliable. And then you've also got to throw in the fact that the build, the, the build toward a model that, that gateway he was using that Dell was using at the time and everything was built to a price. So that basically, yes. with a healthy margin though. So that basically meant you were getting crappy PCs.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Dell's whole thing um, was building your computer for you and they'll ship it right to you. And, and it was effective, obviously. They're still in business today. Gateways was the same, except they took a different tactic later in their marketing and on in computer magazines and stuff. And I remember this very well, their whole thing was monthly payments. Yeah. And I remember watching, Hey, you can get a new PC. It's 24 99 per month or 39 99 per month for, you know, and that was very appealing. And I think that's why they sold a lot of things because they knew who they were marketing to. Yeah. They were marketing to people who couldn't afford to go out and spend $3,500 for a brand new computer, but you know what? They can afford twenty-five or thirty-five dollars a month. Yeah. Now what they didn't know is what it was it was fourteen point nine percent APR, and if your credit was a little bad, it was all the way up to twenty-eight yeah, percent. and hey, after three years, you turn it in and you get a new computer. Yeah. So forget about the whole upgrade, buying a new computer. You you stay up to date and a lot of their marketing. I remember a commercial they showed all these old toys. He played it this one for six months, he played for this toy for a year and a half. Gateway computers, or uh, yeah, Gateway computers. Every two years, you get a new computer. That is powerful marketing. In fact, that's kind of what iPhones app, and yeah, Android devices are doing. All the phones are doing exactly now. what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, you don't worry about it. Just yeah. pay this monthly fee, and in two years, you get a new phone. Yeah. Or one year from now, you get the new phone. Yeah. You just pay fifty dollars in perpetuity forever. Yay! It was a different time. That's all I can say. In some way, it isn't a different time. They're doing the same stuff today. Not I mean, Gateway, of yeah. course. They're out of business, but no because acer was what later acquired by hp um it's it's not a different time well it, it it's, a lot of people can't spend thirty five hundred dollars on an or they can't spend twelve hundred dollars on a new iphone but you know what they can afford yeah thirty three dollars a month by
1: what i'm saying by a different time is is if you're going to spend thirty five dollars a month on an iphone at least you're getting something that's Good value. I think the problem with oh, gateways well. was that a lot of, particularly if you were paying them at those sorts of uh, interest rates and everything, it just wasn't a good value purchase. You were paying no. you were paying on credit, which made it even more expensive. It's something that was overpriced to begin with, and actually wasn't that well made. Uh, and that was that. In other words, just like everything today. <laughs> I guess. I guess you could make that argument. What's you could make that argument. Interesting.
0: JVC obviously yeah. did for me with these uh, neckband headphones. What's
1: interesting is if you click on the link there, you'll find that Gateway is still trading. Um, yep. And they are selling. Well, this is this is really kind of odd. They are selling laptops, which obviously are owned by Acer. So these are rebadged. Which link are you clicking on? on the one in the Wikipedia article. Is it at the bottom? Yeah, and it's ta- it takes you to gateway.com. and
0: um, um, I oh so gateway.com. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna Gateway.com. Uh I got gateway dot com worldwide. Select country or region. Is that what you're on? No, yeah, it's a logo. So it's no no be no
1: there. no I it's it's actually taking me to a product page.
0: I did too. Once I clicked the uh, region, I clicked the US and
1: Touch Type. Touch Type, take it with you. Here we go, yeah. Now, if you you look carefully at this photo, you'll see that that's running Windows 8.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Windows 8, an operating system that's not been on the market for five
0: years. (laughs) So, products. Let's go to notebooks. Um, Hmm. Experience the first 10.1 HD notebook with Touch.
1: Yeah, I don't think um,
0: that's really current anymore. Uh, I kinda wonder. I, I just uh yeah. well it does say at the very bottom of the screen screen, copyright twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, right
1: I I think, I think this is old this. you read this copy. Yeah. Stay connected on the go with the ultra mobile old mobile, ultra versatile companion. This is the, I mean this is written like tablets and never existed. In the morning use your LT at the local coffee house to check traffic on the vibrant HD touchscreen At lunch, use gateway touch tools to add pictures to your social media. Work on your office documents in the afternoon and in the evening, check movie times. With up to 10 hours of battery life, your LT series is still going, and like you, it's always in touch. When they say always in touch, it doesn't actually have LTE in it, so actually it's not always in touch. Um, No. Comes with office, home and student 2013... So that's good at current. <laughs> and as I say, it appears to be running Windows 8 on an Intel Celeron processor. So. Um, um, yeah. I'm trying
0: to buy a product. Okay. No, so no, you, go can't, to you, you can't.
1: You uh, can't. You go to where to books. buy and it, it dumps you into Acer.com. Uh, uh, I don't even
0: see a, a where to buy.
1: If you go in, go up to the top of that page. Yep. Yeah. It says Shopping, product, oh, okay, shopping Tools to and yeah, go where to I buy. Yeah. It. And that dumps you oh, into okay. Acer.com which, where you find local resellers. But I bet you if you went to any of these. Uh, fine local resellers in Kansas. For some reason, it's come up with for me. Um, I bet you they would not stock the Gateway LT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to look on Amazon. Yeah, the Gateway LT. <laughs> that's I'm going to look this up on Amazon. Let's see if we can actually buy one of these. <laughs> now, this is not. This is not as embarrassing as us trying to upgrade software on our iPhone, of course, but. Yeah. Uh, okay, Gateway LT. I hit search. Um, it's books. <laughs> what the hell? you got there's a lot, right, a lot me, of batteries for it. Let it me, no, No, mine's mine's. I'm not even seeing that. I'm seeing books. No memory. I've Fancy two. buying new battery for Gateway? <laughs> no, L- this is t- this is telling. This
1: is what it really is. Two gigabyte stick for Gateway LT and netbook series. <laughs> Freaking netbook.
0: Uh Remember those,
1: gotta, those are a thing okay, I gotta I gotta I'm going to yeah, I'm
0: going to I'm eBay. Here. I must buy one now. I, I want to buy one. I'm gonna go to eBay as well. Alright. See if we see the same thing, obviously. Gateway LT search. Uh memory, 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 memory. Oh. Here we go. Gateway LT series laptop. Sixty eight hundred or sixty eight dollars. It's had one bid. Uh sounds a like a steal one. Sixty-nine dollars or best offer. It's got a okay. Here we go. It's got a one point six gigahertz Atom N two seventy processor with two hundred and thirty-two gigabyte hard drive. Well,
1: uh, what I would say is, in the very best Gateway tradition, that was crappy when it was new.
0: <laughs> okay, now I'm going to read my spoof that I did at okay. the commercial.
1: <laughs> today. Go, take us out the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, today. TechFan wants you to forget about technology. TechFan wants you to stop worrying about computers, fussing over electronics, trying to figure everything out yourself. No more guessing on what to choose, how to make it work, or how to keep it working. TechFan wants you to buy all new stuff every week and send it to us, and we will tell you what's good or not. Oh, and we keep all your stuff. TechFan. Now for a low monthly payment. TechFan. Your one stop shop for tech opinions and lazy podcasters. I love it. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure you send us feedback. It's the show at techfanpodcast.com. Uh, find us on Twitter, Techfan Podcast, and of course, David's favorite, the Facebook. And uh, I'll see you maybe next week. We don't know. Don't, we've been lazy about it.
1: Don't forget, though, you want to tune in next week because we've got a special guest appearance from Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I
0: don't even know who that is. <laughs> probably more interesting than us. (laughs) See you then, David.